0: What up? What up? What up? Welcome to another episode of 94 feet with Coach JT. Again, as always, do me a favor. Leave some comments, leave a like, subscribe to the podcast on all the platforms. Um tap in with me, leave a message, give me some encouragement, give me some criticism. I'm all with it, trying to grow the brand, grow the logo um grow the the information i give out to you guys but also give the information out as far as grow the people who i connect you with so this this definitely podcast is a resource as well as an outlet for us to have share information and share space um so i need your need your help with that man i appreciate y'all for tuning in uh this is episode uh let's say 101 or episode one season two man so i'm going on 101 episodes Uh, i'm definitely excited to see what's going to happen today halftime of the finals i'm dropping uh the website's opening up you can buy merch See the websites uh see episodes you can see events that's going on locally in sacramento other things i'm doing people i'm networking with all on the website one-stop shop man so it'll be up halftime game one of the finals it's only right you know what i'm saying only right uh 94 feet with CoachJT.com will be live and up uh grab some merch support your boy i appreciate it man today's guest um known as you for a while did some business with him connecting him to a friend of ours shout out to al man out here in sacramento from the bay area al hooked me up with this gentleman years ago and i was getting some uniforms for my program uh a little bit about his um his brand his business courses basketball uniforms are created um with high quality superb design and superior craftsmanship uh, the mission is to make their best their best looking team on every course step on the court so in which they do from basketball to aau season you know the brand you know the designs. you can see the logo you see the personalization whenever you see a course on that jersey um they're one of the top shops in athletic uh, program performing everything for teams need from uniforms warm-ups socks compression socks, shooting shirts, much more. They provide high quality level and everything from backpacks, which i purchased, socks, t-shirts, uh, I don't even know, but um, i hooked up with them in 2017, been rocking ever since. Uh, but none other than Court himself, man. Of course, smooth basketball, brand uniforms. Appreciate you, Court, for stepping in, man, and taking time out your day, man.
1: I appreciate you, man. What's the word? What's the man, word? Man, you already
0: know, man. It's that season off season, but it's always work, right? So always grind it, man, like you. I know this is a busy time for you as always, but it's year-round now, too, man. But before we get too much into to the, the business of it, court for those listening, man. Because I like I like to say though now the podcast is growing in North California, so I got a lot of Bay Area people watching SoCal. Mm. So with this, man, we're growing the brand and growing the market. But also, man, give me a little bit of information about yourself, man. With the upbringing, where you from? Because I know it hasn't always been. The, I mean, it could be. We'll get to that point, man. But just the original, man. Where are you from? and What's mm. up? Um,
1: I'm, I grew up in in East Oakland. Uh, that's where I'm from. Um, a Bay Area kid. Um, after around, around high school, I moved around a lot. So I was, I got to touch the whole Bay area damn near. So most of my years, uh, grew up, was in East Oakland. And then after around high school, I I ventured up North. I went to high school in Fairfield, Army, Ohio. Um, and then I just bounced around a lot, Uh, but that's my roots, man. Um, you know, the, the latchkey kid, the key around my neck, single Mm -hmm. parent home, mama raised me um, yeah. saying, you know, that a lot of, a lot of kids in our culture um, are raised and, and, um, mm-hmm. and that's, that's really, you know, that's really it. Kind of a, a lot of, I share a lot of similar stories and a lot of us that, that grew up in like the inner cities yep. and, um, and, and have those experiences and that shape you to become who you are today. So um, that's, that's, I think some of the differences is that my, um, my my, when I, my younger days when my parents were together my dad he, he was a, a hustler and he had you know he was always venturing into new entrepreneurship um, ventures whether they worked or not and you know some of them worked some of them did, didn't mm-hmm. um, but 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 I, I, I at least I appreciated his thinking you know and his willingness to put himself out there take risk try. You know, some people will be roasting him for something that didn't work, but then turn mm-hmm. around, something do work. So, um, but he was never afraid to try, and I think that was where I got some of that, I got all of that from. And so, um, he he had a um, a barbecue restaurant on ninety eighth and East Fourteenth in East Oakland when I was a kid. So I used to be in that restaurant all the time, and I think you you pretty much can can learn so many lessons. Just sitting in that restaurant in the middle of the hood, seeing different situations, mm-hmm. it's like different movies every day. You know what I'm saying? And So I think that that me. but that's that's where put, I'm from.
0: That's what's up, man. That that first off, I mean that 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 mom, son bond early is, is crucial. Yes, we do mm-hmm. love pops to be around too. it will be a plus, but nothing like that. And but also I believe in especially the right males who get it. Us trying to make it or provide or eventually, know we're going to take care of our mothers. Mean mm-hmm. a lot. It's a driving. It's a it's some only internally you can have, right? But mm-hmm. like, damn, one day I want I want to be able to give mom whatever she needs, mm-hmm. or you know, what I mean, it's just you know, it's just like mm-hmm. that's why we do fail sometimes to do stuff. But we try stuff to get to that that bag quickly or that big bag because we know, like, I just want to be able to take mom to chill out. I want her to be able oh, to sit back and relax.
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's one of the best fuels for people like like us. One of the mm-hmm. best fuels fire it's a lot of fire in that so mm-hmm. i you know use that i use that my whole life you know is is wanting to give your mom a better life you know so if you mm-hmm. end up grew up in them situations like that that definitely is a good was a good fuel for me and yeah. for sure a good fuel
0: for you but just we talk about the relationship anyway how was that though because you said you're having to move around but again now how, how did you personally cope with it the shifting and moving from locations and schools because now it's like you know you might have set of friends here, got to move again. Can't get in control it. Mom said we gotta go. We gotta go. But how did mm-hmm. that? Were you a quick adapter to that, or were you like, oh damn man, again, mom? Like how was that? Yeah,
1: it was like that. I was, I was, um, you know, financials wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So, so you, 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 really? um, you living with people. You living with brothers. You living with family members just to help get on your feet on your way. Mm-hmm. So. You, you, I think me as a kid I, I adopted super early that I'm going to be the man of this house mm. at nine years old so I wasn't complaining I was just trying to figure out how to make it work so if you know I, I knew I, when you witness the you know what your mom or your parents have to go through early on mm-hmm. and it gives you fresher perspective on like what's important and what's not so you a survival mom so at that point you know what I had to go through in school wasn't even I wouldn't even bring that home because she had too much drama at the house anyway. So mm. what? So I just I just knew the program. Like, all right, I'm gonna get into a fight first three days. Mm-hmm. Just go, might as well just pick the rowdiest dude and just just make get it over with because he gonna come find me anyway because mm. he won't pick on me. Like I just I knew the formula moving around so much. You no. Know? Yeah. Um, you know, th- th- you know the bully formulas, the you know the friend formulas, so that I, it, it it made me more introverted than I already was. But it mm-hmm. also it, it 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 I learned I learned how to adapt. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And most of that adaptation just came from just being quiet and sitting back and watching and observing. Always reading the room. You know what I'm saying reading the room, and everything <laughs> made me really good at reading the room and not having to be the person always talking and just sit back and chill and observe,
0: mm. you know? That's what's up. Uh, how early on would you say, I mean, well, because before we get to the business part of it, but the, you know what I'm saying, the aspects of sports, right? I mean, a lot of this is it's your your business evolves around sports. So how yeah. much, how impactful and influential, influential was sports in your life at an early age? When did you become that kind of become one to which you like connected with, with any sport?
1: Um, so for me to like one to eleven, I w- I wasn't necessarily in the sport. I was all artists. Mm. So at an early age, I had an affinity for drawing, drawing pictures. I draw photos. I draw cartoon characters. You know, what I'm saying back then there wasn't mm-hmm. no internet. There wasn't no apps. You know, yeah. <laughs> if if you wanted your favorite character and you didn't have the money to do it, you drew it.
0: You got to create. You know that what I'm nice. saying
1: you got to yeah. create it. So. The early on um it, i was just a I, man i i just drew and i had like real severe adhd like i couldn't mm. sit still and all that so i had all these learning things but when i drew i get quiet they would go fast and i and that was my only thing that was like peaceful for me and anything other than that like i couldn't stay sit still so that was a love for mine my brother play, both my brothers played pro baseball mm. so um so um, so they were athletes at the highest level. Um, but I wasn't really interested in, in sports until I hit about 11 years old and I, I touched the basketball. Man, I fell in love with that thing. Mm-hmm. I, I fell in love with basketball. Yeah. Um, and um, to me, it's just a perfect self-expression of myself. Like whatever, whoever you are as a person, you, know, you damn near can tell what, what kind of hooper they are by mm-hmm. the kind of person they are. You know yeah. what I mean? And so, um, you know what I'm talking about? So, yeah. um, so once it was around 11 years old, but again, like I couldn't, I couldn't stay in one place anyway. You know, I got good. I got good at basketball ball around 15, like good enough to where coaches was on my head. Um, but it wasn't, I didn't have a, I didn't have a lifestyle. And at the time too, it was like, uh, I was making bad decisions. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Just, I was influenced by the wrong crowd. So I didn't really know that you had to get good grades and, you mm-hmm. know, and it affected. So back then it was, you know, playing hoop at the highest level was like if you know, you know. And if you don't know, you, you met you, you. Can I cuss on this You good. Yeah, you straight, baby. You good. Like, like if you know, you know. Nice. If you don't know, you fuck. Yeah. So then if you're a senior, you're like, oh shit, I got a 1.0 grade point average. Like, you should have been doing all these prerequisite classes mm-hmm. so um um so that around that age around that age is where i fell in love like completely like my my, my brother um came home from prison when my brothers came home from prison and um we would just go hoop and he was good and i was just fascinated by how good he was mm-hmm. and i was trash mm-hmm. and um and he had time on his hands because he was trying to get back on his feet so we mm-hmm. would just spend the whole summer him teaching me how to
0: hoop, how to shoot. And it was on after that. Like, I was addicted to it. That's what's up. I, one of the quotes I heard, too, somebody said, I can tell a lot about a player, how you play, about how you live.
1: Mm-hmm. it was like, you know what I'm saying? But I can mm-hmm. tell you how you live, how
0: you play. Because, I, I, because I, you know, some dudes who come from nothing or who their style of play is way different. That's you just be bro. way aggressive. It's just That's like, it's, it's eat or be eating. You go, like, okay, this kid is hungry. Oh, I, yep. I see how he's living. I drop a kid, I'm like, oh, I see why he got this in him. You know, <laughs> right. trying to get up out of here. He's right. trying to make it. He ain't got too many resources, man. So that's what's up. Um, being from the Bay Area, I mean, shoot, y'all. I mean, outside of that area, it's a lot of uh, people like ladies in the world in the game. But who was people you probably looked up to outside of your maybe you're just being your brother or anybody in the pro level, anybody locally, like around? And she was like, okay, look, I, I like his game, I want to be like him.
1: Alan Iverson, my idol to this day. I watched and his little only,
0: thing on YouTube the other day, man. AI is just crazy.
1: AI is my idol, and we only a month apart. Um, but he's one month older than me, which mm. is good because. I, I, I liked Michael Jordan, but Michael, but I didn't have an upbringing like him. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have. Um, to me, his he was out of reach. The structure was With, different. Yeah, but when Allen Iverson came, it was like, oh, there's somebody like That's us me. Yeah. He came from where we come from, who still put his fangs in the game. You know what I mean? It made For a sure. mark on our culture and on the game. Currently. And of course, he didn't make. You know, he 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 was learning in life as he go. As he we went along mm-hmm. too, just like the rest of us. But um, I, he's my goat, like, and I know he didn't win no championships or nothing like that. But I'm, but to me, just somebody you talking about rose from the concrete. Those mm-hmm. people have a larger capacity because of where they came from.
0: Facts, yeah, definitely AI different. I mean, last impression, like I said, hair, tats, yep. all that, arm sleeves, whatever that, that yep. swagger, the chains, like every yep. athlete want to be AI. Yep. You know what I mean?
1: But I'll say before AI, um, I locked into Jamal Mashburn you know, Ooh, in college. He was tough. I was, a, I was, a, he was tough. I mastered that, um, that, that, um, in and out. Hey, uh, crossover? <laughs> Yo, man. And so, uh, because it Monster got me so many places that Monster Man, mastered it. <laughs> yeah. And then that got me a lot of attention because I love how he used to get to the bucket like that. So, yeah. Jamal Mashburn mm-hmm. was like a big, Big influence on me, too, in terms
0: of, like, who I pattern, tried to pattern. Um, Yeah. His game was definitely tough. Consistent, too. Grimy. Just grimy, you know what I mean? Not heck of pretty, just grimy, but he would get after it, man, for sure. Um, So, at what point – so, actually, no, so you already had the artistry pre-sports, right? So, you already had the creative mindset um, going through Mm -hmm. high school, college, going through some uh, ups and downs. At what point did you figure out or want to start to try to make this thing a reality for you as far as production. Like I'm going to put this on a shirt or I'm going to create this to sell for a product in your life after you had to eventually say this and actually no before that. When did you decide basketball was you know I had to go ahead and let the actual playing part go. Cause that's probably the toughest thing or the real we gotta realize that at an early age, I think.
1: I mean it was it was um really evident around um, the junior high junior and senior year of high school because I just the structure and I mm. was I had made some some bad decisions outside of that. So I knew it wasn't an option, but I loved it. I loved mm-hmm. basketball. And so I you know, people was telling me art is not you can't make no money off of art. So you gotta go go get a job.
0: Mm. So I didn't go to
1: college because I didn't even I didn't qualify for any college. What I mm-hmm. ended up doing was um I ended up getting a job like everybody else. Um, and I, I got a nine to five uh, in Silicon Valley and I was working that job and I had a, I had a son. So once I, I had kids and whatever I wanted to do went out the window and I was trying to make a better life with it. So I ended up getting a job
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, I was working that job maybe seven years, eight years in the game. And I was just like, damn, this is whack. I, mm-hmm. like, I want to do more. Um, and just, just, um, I'm not good at um i tried but i'm not good at like code switching and all that like i'm not good at it. so mm-hmm. um i would always clash with people and supervisors and this and so
0: it was destined to be your own boss you had no choice
1: i didn't know i was <laughs> i was i didn't know i had an entrepreneur mind at the time but it was yeah. like all the signs was kicking up you know? I'm telling you yeah. um and so i uh I did this. I was doing this little survey about like, what are all your passions and all your loves? And I'm Mm -hmm. like, man, I love art. I love hip hop. I love basketball, you know? And so they're like, well, if you can combine all three of them, what would you do? And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I would start a basketball brand. Mm -hmm. Um, I would start a basketball brand. And that's so, so Core Smith is my second basketball brand. So I I started my first basketball brand in 2000. It was called YPA. Young Players Association. Okay, yeah, and um, and YPA we we that that brand did well, it, you know, and then we also had a street ball team associated with YPA. Mm. We had some great players, and we would travel all around the world with them and sell products, and we was in stores, um, and that was the first taste of entrepreneurship. I mm-hmm. I quit the job. What ended up happening was I was supposed to get a promotion, and um. And my boss's boss brought in one of her partners for my promotion. Over you,
0: though. Oh.
1: And so my ego was so crazy at the time. Her first day, I couldn't even stand Look at looking her. at it. So I quit. Look. I'm out. And so uh, I'm like, I'm gonna start this YPA thing, and that's really how I started it. And um, and YPA was uh, a good. Eye opener for me in terms of what's possible. We had got a lot of players from Sacramento. Like back then, like now, everybody knows Sacramento got hitters. But back in the early two thousands, they didn't. Right. It wasn't as, as popular yet. So yeah. I went up there and got some cold. Oh, yeah. That's that's
0: not in two thousand. So it was it was it was it was live. It was thick out here, man. Was- so
1: Roberto Young.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, Roberto with the Highlands, I think Roberto with the was our, yeah.
1: our star player YPA. Yeah, I remember you know?
0: Roberto. Yeah.
1: Um, he had hops in and oh, he was and dribble, yeah. um. So we we and he grabbed a couple of his friends and sack, and we we took on a lot of different street ball groups and organizations around that time. Um, and I got them all like jobs. I got them either overseas. Yeah. in one like yeah. it was that was the whole idea was to get players, um, just some shine.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and um, and my intern at the time, the kid interning at our office, um, he he's. He interned for us for two years. When that company crashed, he moved to LA and started Ball his life. Wow! Yeah,
0: whole other level now. That's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's
1: crazy. crazy. So, um, so after the company crashed, I was just, I was just uh, floating around. I mm-hmm. was, I didn't want to do it no more. I was, I was done. And was kind of bitter about hoop in mm-hmm. and, um, and the industry, and the game, and like. I was just in my feelings about everything. And but um, so I started doing other stuff. I started designing for other brands. I started um, just, you know, venturing into other things
0: mm-hmm. in
1: business, trying to make money. And then, um, then my son started hooping. And then he started like festering that love back into me. I started mm-hmm. taking him to training, taking him to, you know, tournaments. And I would go to, oh, he, this was like 2010 and we went to Reno. He's yeah. playing for the Oakland Rebels. Mm. And um, we're in Reno, the, uh, that one big, huge Reno That Bigfoot turn, that, would have been then then like that Reno Memorial. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, all these uniforms is trash.
0: <laughs> yeah, not the best quality up there. For, I, I mean, during that time for sure, no, with time, no style, with no swag. No, nothing, mm-mm.
1: I'm like, who's, ain't nobody doing nothing. So that really was like the idea, like the whole culture hadn't evolved yet. It wasn't no, sub-brands that was really in the, mm-hmm. you know like locked into the culture so in two years later is when I decided to start start course
0: that's what's up yeah. um, wasn't your first rodeo at it though but this last time what was the hardest thing about getting it off the ground again for you this one um, I mean um,
1: it was my ego you know I I thought that I could hit the ground running because I had built a brand already. Mm-hmm. And back then we built a su- you know, decently successful brand and with no social media. I had to make flyers and we go pass out flyers to get people mm-hmm. to, um, to fuck with our brand. And like, we go bleed the block and do all kind of crazy stuff to get people to, um, to support and rock with us. And then, so this time I thought I can use that traction to get to give me momentum to the next one but like when nobody fucking with me like nobody cared yeah like so i had to i had to start out the truck again like one t-shirt at a time you know a lot of times we think we expect you know our past to to speak for us but
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know a lot of times it don't and then when it don't you got to be willing to start where you stand and start with the community that rocks with you even if it's four yeah. people
0: yeah yeah for sure i definitely learned that too man you gotta you're gonna lose more than you make early on anyway you're gonna donate people to hook up or you're gonna give away stuff just to get somebody wearing your stuff you're gonna have to carry it around in your trunk or have it somewhere you got you know i mean so definitely understand that's what i did
1: and i mean um and i like i sometimes i don't like telling the story because it sounds hella cliche but it's Mm -hmm. the truth like it was three hundred dollars i bought i Spent $300 on some sh- on some tank tops. that said basketball is everything. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I posted it on Instagram. And, it, you know, it wasn't a lot of shirts, but I sold all the shirts. I, I told them to meet me at 24 Hour Fitness mm-hmm. and to exchange the money in uh, the tank tops. And that was my first sale, of course, mm-hmm. was was um, $300. And I had like $600-something. Dollars and I had another shirt, another design ready on deck and um that was ironically i still sell this shirt you know um 10 years later it was uh don't smoke layups so i mm. had that don't smoke layup shirt on deck after the 300 i spent 600 on nothing but don't smoke layups flipped that and i just mm-hmm. kept you know i kept
0: rinse repeat keep going you know, right that's yep. what up. i mean, how once you got that going though um what was your mindset then since it was working now because again, the demand base started or you start to want to do more. What was on your mind? Like, okay, this is, I'm back in it now. What was the next development stage? Because I mean, you said 10 mm. years ago already, man. And people, one thing we always got to say, we know, you know, it takes time to get to where level you're at. But early on, being it's your third time at a second time at it, we like, okay, now I'm back in. I'm going all in again. Like using, like trying to go big, go home. Or it was like minor steps. You just kept building it one at a time.
1: Yeah, it was baby steps. Stay humble baby steps, you know, don't um because the first the first time one of the biggest killers of of that business was was ego. You know, I think now it's a popular thing now where people say, you know, you don't gotta be humble. You know, but like humility is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But but it's not like when it it's not like um humility is not all or nothing. It's like a seasoning. Right. So sometimes you, know when you got no one to help. Yeah, you gotta sometimes some people just need a sprinkle, right? Some people need a lot, you know, right? Um, and so I needed a lot because I'm a I'm a um, I can I can I can be in back then, I would be in spaces where I, I believe in myself, nobody believing me, I'm gonna go hard or mm-hmm. go home. Well, humility will at least help you review your plan. All right, I believe you, but let's go over the plan.
0: Yeah, structure, you know, that, as we learned, right? Can't just jump in with no life jacket.
1: Can't just jump in. Let's double check yeah. the plan. Let's run it by somebody. Let's right. Go. So I think I think the second this time was I'm not in it for no um to to hit the jackpot overnight. I'm, Longevity. I want baby steps. And mm-hmm. I want to play the long game. So mm-hmm. um and, and be smart. And, and stay humble and stay t- to the ground. You know what yeah, I'm
0: saying? Yeah, that's definitely, that's dope. To see your product, man, on on players, male, females, from women's leagues, kids' leagues, high school teams now during the season, like not just AU, you're on high school court teams now. How's that make you feel, though, as, as one of the people, the main people who put that person, put that together? I mean, how does it make you feel?
1: I'm grateful. I think that's the first is gratitude. Like, um, like, it's first gratitude, brother. Like we don't. Sometimes we always pushing and we want more, like we always do, and we it's hard to sometimes stop and like look around and be grateful for where how far you got, you know. So our first thing is gratitude. You know, um, last year we we signed NBA players. It, it blew my mind. You mm. know, like damn, like we got NBA players wearing Court Smith products now, yeah, and um and and just thinking about where we started, where we are from. And we got all these kids that um that appreciate what we do and that love our products like that. A
0: lot though, too. I'm gonna tell y'all right now, it's a lot of kids. You go find especially Cali, man, everywhere. The Corsmith logo is on all the uniforms, man. Like I said, I mean it's it's ridiculous, bro. Like I said, but it's dope to see. But everybody rock with you, and I'll say this the people you communicate with having on staff, but also me being able to drive there and pick up my own stuff and walk in there and see, I'm like, because sometimes you go from other people, you just they ship it to you. That's it. You don't get no one-on-one conversation with your designers, bro. I'm like, no, nah, I get to talk, call him on the phone or get an email. Mm-hmm. If I like, don't like it. So I get something back to you. I'm like, that to me is everything. Cause it's like, I'm, it's custom. Like it's not, it's a one-on-one yeah. kind of experience, man, which I think is definitely dope for everybody who either bought something from you that they get to go through that process. And put their own stamp on what they want for their team or their whatever, which is definitely dope. Man, second to none. I appreciate so that. I appreciate that, that. that second I mean, to
1: none. I mean, here's a deal: is like, I, I I have a service mentality. You know what I'm saying? Like, serve, I want I want to serve mm-hmm. you. I want, and it ain't like I can still be who I am and still serve you. Meaning, mm-hmm. like, I want you walking away saying, "Man, that was dope." Or if you're not happy, I want to hear it because then. I'm going to go back to the lab and improve. Mm-hmm. It. Okay, what can I do to get better cuz he wasn't feeling it or he didn't like this experience. So, every transaction to me is a way for me to get better, good or bad. So, it's about service and and um and to me, the more you serve, the bigger you're going to get. The better you serve, the bigger mm-hmm. you're going to get. Like it it like I, I I it's the first really time I've done stuff like this cuz cuz really most of the time I, it's about my staff. It ain't really you know, as much about me as it is about the customers and about y'all. Y'all mm-hmm. are the ones that's um, holding us up, and you guys are purchasing it. So, without you, is no yeah. me. Yeah, and definitely. so, um, yeah, so I, I meet a lot of entrepreneurs sometimes, and I, I try to break that from them because they be like, um, have the attitude of like, you know, I'm a boss, and you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm blessing you with this, and I'm going to give you this thing, and I'm going to bless you with it. Yeah. And like And, and in rap that's cool or in certain genres that's cool to have that persona but if you're selling a product
0: it's about the consumer man the, the human the <laughs> yeah because they can as we know they can bring you up or tell your stuff down nowadays they can tell your whole world down. then you know what i mean depending on who they are or what they're doing man so i definitely think that i mean i've seen the growth man i've seen the process it's definitely been dope to see it just keep moving right like just from the minute al gave me the number and it was like Hey, jt got it. just my boy out here he was like he good. I'm like, it's solid. And I was a solid individual. And after that, I was like, oh, yeah. And to see that when those things come to like, you know, when kids open them bags to get them, you know, they come fresh in the bag. Everything is just so dope. They're like, oh, this is dope. You don't want to mess the bag up. The bag guy, you know what I'm saying? It's, a, it's yeah. a nice little opening gift. They're like, oh, this is fire. Like, to see the reaction on them year after year or wherever else. Or when I bring Gary and or other coaches, I know that's priceless too. But it also comes with the investment in the consumer. Like, I want them to get that Whoa. whole experience. Like, open that Whoa. bag up and be like, what's in there? Because you can't see it till you open it up and go, Oh, it's just fire. You know what I mean? That whole experience is dope. Yeah, that's a real one. You know, so somebody put me on game on
1: that. So this was like maybe four years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, They gave me a book to read. And in a book, he was saying that if um, you would say you sit, you chill on the beach, you're laying down on vacation or whatever. And somebody rolls up with with a little uh, cart, you know, with the cold, cold beverages inside Mm -hmm. and be like, hey, I got a Corona for you. Then it asked me how much would I pay for it, and they said you know five dollars or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, that was in my mind five dollars, but they said if if um, somebody from the Ritz Carlton hotel and he walked up with a tuxedo outfit and he had a, a, a metal platter with a Corona on it mm-hmm. and, he had, and, and um, he had a English accent mm-hmm. um, and it had rich Ritz, Rich Carlton logos around it, how much would you pay for that same?
0: For oh, saying Corona, it like
1: ten dollars, like my brain <laughs> it was went like $10. up. Ten dollars
0: presentation, everything.
1: And so it's like you know the point he was trying to make was that your packaging uh, and presentation, is everything. Uh, a lot of times we don't invest in it, so yeah. Um, it was I had to learn that, and you, know, yeah. and you know, we we sometimes as black folks we come with a certain stigma. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep it one hundred. Yes. So about our quality, customer service, our packaging mm-hmm. and everything, and so you know I try to go above and beyond. To, sure. to, to create a different mindset for people, not just for me, but for people that come after me, that yeah. that we, we still can do it at the highest level. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. Man, give everybody the, the social media platforms they can find you at, buy stuff at, look for information in, man, right now. Uh,
1: courtsmith.com. So Courtsmith.com, you can go to the website and buy apparel product. Um, and then um, if you need team uniforms, there's a, a team uniform link on there as well. And um and then we we are in um uh, uh Hardwood Palace in Sacramento mm-hmm. and um and then uh, OGP in Oakland and then we're we're building right now OGP in Anaheim um right okay. now so so everywhere baby in. <laughs> and if you see me
0: everywhere if you see me
1: like talk like let's let's chop it up like it's good like. Like we we celebrate our culture. Yeah, with yeah. This brand, you know? and,
0: and I can go from experience too, man. Again, since having the con- first having the contact via phone, then meeting in person, we had to meet up for the drop off. Some it's been it's been 100 ever since. And like I said, no no coating on my side, man. It's been hey, what you need, I got you. All oh, your team, they go in, they get to go in for free. They get to go in here and sit in the lounge at least, you know, in hardwood or something like that, man. The, all those experiences come with the with the business too, people. So mm-hmm. believe when you get when you invest in the business, you get another perks that some some people don't get. Or they're not, mm-hmm. they don't, they're not there to give it to you, though. So just know when y'all tapping in, man, y'all getting extra things that come along with that business. But also, that communication is key, right? That, that line of communication mm-hmm. uh, yes, no, need this, don't need that, or just shaking hands, saying what's up, man. Because, you know what I'm saying? You be out there at the gyms or at the. I remember again, setting up tables. You got tables set up. You got y'all you out there. So, I mean. You oh, know. bro,
1: we started <laughs> off with them tables. Yeah.
0: Listen, we started off with
1: them tables, and, and we would pop up in Sacramento. We mm-hmm. would. I, we, we will work five days a week and then that Saturday morning, four o'clock in the morning, drive up to sack, set up a table for two days, and then drive home and then go back do to work it again. That Monday. And yes, we would sir. do that in SAC and in LA because the hustle, you got to something. You ain't got the resources, you got to
0: hustle. Yeah. You know? for sure. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So at the end of every show, man, I always ask all my guests, my guy, uh, your triple threat. As you know, in basketball, right? It's drill, pass, or shoot. But for those listening, people who are Wondering about the brand, about you. Give me three things that, that you personally hang your hat on and people say, Oh yeah, this is of course this is what he stand on, this is what he's about, man. Give me your triple threat right now, man. Three things.
1: I don't quit. I don't quit. So that's one. Yep. You know, if I start, if I decide I'm gonna go after it, I'm not quitting, no matter how long it takes. <coughs> Sorry about that. Okay. Um second one is I'm, I'm 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 a I'm a lifetime learner. I'm always going after mm-hmm. knowledge. I'm re- I, read a- I read about 30, 45 minutes every day. Mm-hmm. So I go through books. I go through books probably once or twice a month trying to learn something, getting better. Okay. And um, then the third thing is I love my people. I love my people. I absolutely love um, my people. And I'm an advocate for, for us to elevate as a culture. You know, I love black people, I love black boys. I want to help. I want to do my part to help elevate um, us as a culture economically. And those are the three things that really, really
0: fuel. That's what's up, man. Again, y'all, Corsmith.com, man. Find them on all the social media platforms. Tap in with them. Refer somebody to them. Send somebody a link for them if they're looking for uniforms, apparel, gear, anything, man. Definitely tap in. Of course, I'm going to post it all on the socials. Uh, tonight, man, halftime, man, I'll up the website for everybody. You can come grab merch. Whatever you want to do, I got I got a lot of items on there for everybody or you can just come check out the website, episodes of the podcast. My appreciate y'all tapping in. But hey, got to ask who you got, man. The finals right now. You, you, <laughs> you got Denver or are you going with Jimmy Buckets? Which who you got? I'm going with Michael Jordan son.
1: I'm going with Michael Jordan son. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I want I want them to win a championship, but yeah. I I like the Nuggets too. I yeah. like the Nuggets too, but I, but I'm, yeah. I, I want Jimmy Bucket to yeah. go this it's been
0: it's been a heck of a heck of a journey for him. This will be the icing on the cake. This, yeah, if he wins this. This will be the best, the best. Uh, I guess run I've ever seen or heard of in my lifetime. As far oh the, final, the best run top down. I know it. You know basketball is a game of luck too. He, but still, I mean, just the way he plays, yeah. his yeah. team and Pat Riley's Coach Spo, man, and just the consistency, man, the grit and grind, which I love, man. They had a bunch of dudes with don't no respect, but they yeah. earned it right yeah. now. They oh, getting yeah. it, man. They getting it. Hey,
1: and I want to say this. Yeah, I think it's a Nuggets team. What would they say? Um, or maybe it was a Heat. They said five out of the eight were undrafted.
0: Yeah, uh, Miami does like, like like Shout out to Gay Vincent, man. He works out in Sacramento with Gus out Come there. Gay Vincent, a couple of guys. you yeah, undrafted. They got got. Y'all had trip on your shoulder. I like.
1: Any, if you got a chip on your shoulder, that's one of the best fuels, man. So yeah, I, 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 I definitely want the Heat to win now because of that. Yeah, you know yeah. Because I'm, I'm I'm all for the underdog.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, I appreciate you, man. Taking time out today. Keep going, man. Like you said, I know you're not quitting, so you know I'm, I'm rocking with you. Definitely ready to tap in again early for the season. Get some new gear, whatever I need to get. I'm tapping in with you, bro. I appreciate you,
1: man. Thank you, bro. I appreciate you for having me, man. Oh yeah, man. Bro, not a problem, you. man. You heard it here yeah. first,
0: man. Core Smith, Coach JT, 94 feet with Coach JT. We out. Peace.
1: Bangs out.